Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Sanjay. You know, while we're working hard on the next season of Chasing Life, I did want to share with you something special that we did for CNN. It's about one of the most controversial brain mysteries in recent years, something known as Havana Syndrome. This is the second part of that special, and we'll begin by hearing about the likely mechanism behind Havana Syndrome. That's fleeting. James Giordano is a neuroscientist and ethicist, someone who studies how brain technologies intersect with various aspects of society, including national defense. In early 2017, he was contacted by State Department officials asking for his help to try and explain what happened in Havana. The process was what things could potentially do this, and from those things that are potential, what would represent the most probable. What we deduced based upon that process of of abduction was probably some form of directed energy, which we know produces these types of effects. Directed energy, by its simplest definition, includes technologies which produce a concentrated beam of electromagnetic energy. Now remember, most of the energy along the electromagnetic spectrum is not visible to the human eye. And yet, our lives depend on it, from our cell phones to the screen you're viewing right now. But like any technology, this type of energy can also be weaponized. Were there examples of directed energy being developed to to target people. Had you heard of that? Yes, sir. I mean, there had been some reports that are are well-known, for example, within the intelligence and defense community of of the use of directed energies being developed against American personnel in Moscow. For months now, there have been reports of high-level microwave radiation penetrating the United States Embassy in Moscow from Soviet electronic jamming equipment. And fears have been raised that the radiation might have affected the health of the embassy employees. This was occurring throughout the late 60s, early 70s. This type of technology has existed for that long? Yes, sir. That's, that's kind, of, that's kind yeah. of remarkable. What's important to understand there is technology has marched onward. And so the increasing sophistication, cum capability of the devices, has, quote, improved. The active denial system. One more recent example of a directed energy weapon was created right here in the United States, as seen in this Defense Department video. Long-range, non-lethal crowd control. It's a directed energy weapon. In 2007, the Air Force Research Lab released the Active Denial System, a weapon designed to project invisible millimeter waves which induce a non-lethal but painful burning sensation. Watch closely as the invisible energy is directed to easily disperse a crowd. It is well known that the Chinese and Russian governments have developed similar weapons of their own. With regard to the microwave types of directed energy that may have been used in Havana and subsequently, is that by working at more rapidly pulsed microwaves, you're avoiding the thermal artifact and you're producing an electromagnetic effect 
that is disruptive to various aspects of a person's physiology, feeling of fullness in the head, difficulty concentrating, ringing in the ears, vertigo. So the technology level is, is there. As a scientist myself, I couldn't help but wonder, how would this actually work? How do microwaves interact with the brain to cause these symptoms? Specifically, that signature sound many of the patients reported hearing. So this is a whole process that they go through. So to try and find out, I went to Chicago to meet with one of the country's top microwave energy experts, Professor James Lin. This microwave exposure, how fast does that energy move? Speed of light? At the speed of light. Really? Yes. Back in the 1970s, Professor Lin became fascinated by a phenomenon first identified by scientist Alan Frey, known as the microwave auditory effect, in which certain forms of microwave energy, when absorbed by the brain, induces a sound inside a person's head, even if no external sound could be heard. So Lin decided to test this theory on himself, which he believes makes him the first known American to experiment in a lab with pulsed microwaves directed at his own brain. It's not really known what this will really do to humans. You were willing to test it on yourself. Right. So I want to make sure that we do it below the safety standards. So you're sitting in a wooden chair in a very insulated room. Yes. Somebody else outside the room is giving bursts of microwave energy that's directed at your brain. Yes. What would you hear? Hear essentially a zip-like sound. Zip, you know, very short zip. Zip? Yeah. Then if you uh, begin to increase to 10, you know, uh, 20 microseconds, then you hear sort of like a click. If you had a recording device in the room and you were recording... Would it pick up anything? No. So So all of that takes place inside the head. When you hear some of the symptoms people had, at the moment, they were so debilitated they couldn't even stand. They had to crawl out of the room. Does that make sense? That seems to be very severe. They must have used very intense exposures. How hard would it be to do this? It's not that difficult to do at all. All the equipment instrumentation are commercially available. You can literally buy them off the shelf. So when you put this all together now, do you believe that these were intentional attacks? I would say that if indeed it happened, it must be intentional. Back in Havana, from their top investigators to their top scientists, Anything is possible. It could have been little green men from Mars. Why should I believe it? The Cuban officials I spoke with were adamant. There were no attacks of any kind on any Americans on their soil. Do you have to see it to believe it? Yes. A dozen or two dozen people, it means that somebody was accessing these people, right, with the permission of the Cuban government. There's no way it could have happened. What would the motivation be to be doing that to American diplomats and even less to Canadians? During my time in Havana, I also had the chance to speak with Cuba's top diplomat, Foreign Minister 
Bruno Rodriguez Perilla. Had you ever heard of directed energy weapons before this? <laughs> no. No, francamente. Not frankly. What I can tell you is that we thoroughly investigated afterwards and gave absolute guarantees that Cuba does not have those technologies, that Cuba does not have those weapons, that it has never and would never allow such weapons or such technologies to be used on our territory for any purpose. Not necessarily even by the Cuban government, but just being used at all. How can you be sure? It is as if I were to ask you now, in an abstract way, if you can affirm that in the city of Atlanta there are no energy flows of this nature. I am sure that it would be very difficult for you to talk about the energy flows in Atlanta. One of the theories, uh, you know, is that a rogue actor, potentially Russia, may have been involved. Did you or someone within the Cuban government ever ask Russia directly, did they have anything to do with this? I am aware of official statements by the government of the Russian Federation that categorically deny its involvement in events of this nature. That is what I can say. So you believe that the Russian government had nothing to do with this? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It would not contribute to anything what I may or may not believe. A serious, responsible minister of foreign affairs should act not based on hypothetical personal assessments, but based on data, official reports and evidence. How important is is Cuba to a country like Russia? It's critically important, and, and I would say it's critically important to us in the United States. Bill Evanina was director of the U.S. National Counterintelligence and Security Center at the time of the incidents in Havana. Prior to that, he led the CIA's efforts to combat espionage against the United States. So if anyone knew what the Russians were up to in Cuba, it was likely him. The Obama administration reopening the embassy uh, in Havana, right? The Russian government was not happy with that. Both the Russians and the Chinese were facilitating new intelligence collection capabilities uh, 90 miles from our shore in, in, in Cuba. So it was an opportunity for us to not only open that embassy, but at the same time for us to put some boots on the ground to be able to collect intelligence, what our adversaries were doing uh, in Havana and around the island of Cuba. We had seen over time that the Russian government and their intelligence service were not, were not happy with our ability to put boots on the ground in Havana. So it was totally logical and made sense to not only me but our community that there would be some type of uh, attack uh, occurring. You said, well, this, this makes sense. This is a culmination of something that's been much larger. Yes. How do you start to investigate it from that point forward? We would ask the community, let's go back a decade to see what countries were spending money, an R&D money, research and development money, on a type of weapon that can do this, that can cause this type of damage. What were the countries that sort of came to, to, to the list? I think if you went to the, the depth of the CIA, there's going to be plenty of those, right? But I think at the, at the end of the day, you have to weigh capability plus intent. I would think the Russian government would have both. And my opinion is, based on what I know, that it was the Russian government behind this, either solo or in cahoots, uh, with the Cuban government. And until I'm proven otherwise, I'll continue to believe that. 
I traveled to Cuba and I spent time talking to scientists and also the foreign minister. And something that kept sort of coming up was that, look, we didn't do it, meaning the Cubans, and it couldn't have happened under our nose. Russia couldn't just come in and do this without us knowing about it. Nonsense. I mean, clearly not, a, not an intelligence official you spoke to, right? So um, a diplomatic type would have no idea what, their, what his own intelligence services are capable of, even in Cuba, never mind the intelligence service from another country, right? So a uh, logical answer, but just a little bit on the ignorant side. Do, do you think Cuba knew? No, I don't. If I had to bet a dollar, I would say no. But deep in the classified realm of things, there were some really good things we looked at in terms of, okay, who, if it's the Russians, who would have done it? Who were their best and most efficient actors? And where were they at the time of occurrence? Was there evidence of bad actors from Russia in Cuba at that time or just immediately before? Anything around that would be still classified. When we come back. When it happened at the White House was when it really occurred to me this could be more of a threat. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish. Celebrities of all kinds are speaking publicly about their therapeutic trips, so to speak. It turns out there is a burgeoning industry ready to serve the new influx of people who find themselves turning away from traditional mental health therapy. The gap between what we know and what we don't about psychedelic therapy. Listen to The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish, on your favorite podcast app. I was working in the White House Communications Director Office, which is a small office off the West Wing. Faces out over Lafayette Park. And I remember thinking, great, it's happening again. Alyssa Farrah Griffin has quickly become one of the best-known faces in Republican politics. Having served in prominent communications roles at the White House and the Pentagon during the Trump administration. Today, the Secretary but behind the scenes, starting in 2019, Alyssa found herself on the job privately, struggling with concerning health episodes, which she is sharing now publicly for the first time. I remember telling my mom, and this was my dream job, I said, I don't think I can stay in this job because I cannot 
go to work and and risk feeling like this and being in severe disorienting discomfort. It first began in her highly secured office at the Pentagon, where Farrah Griffin says on multiple occasions she experienced a sudden onset of symptoms, much like the health incidents years earlier in Havana. To describe it as deeply uncomfortable is an understatement. Severe sinus pressure, as well as like pressure in my ears, and then pain, and then kind of a steady, often like hearing a humming sound. I chalked it up initially for quite some time to an allergy, but as it consistently went on and my ability to do my job was impacted by it, I did eventually raise it up. Nobody said, oh yes, this is Havana syndrome, because it it was unclear and it, it remains unclear, but there was something that was happening that was a medical issue that was altering my ability to do my job. After receiving an otherwise clean bill of health from her personal doctor, in the spring of 2020, Farrah Griffin left the Pentagon to take on a new role at the White House, where she says one day, to her surprise, while sitting at her desk, just feet away from the Oval Office, it happened again. It hit me like a wave. Of in where I just immediately felt disoriented and dizzy and lasted about 30 minutes. It was it was striking. I remember I went home that night and I said to my husband, I was like, this is scary. Like this happened again and I, I don't understand what's going on. That's really, I mean, frightening to me as a citizen. It's, it's horrifying. I should say definitively, I don't in fact know if I was a victim of it. I know that my symptoms matched what was publicly reported. And when I raised it through my chain of command, they said I should report it to the task force. My office, you know, overlooked Lafayette Park. I, there was an example that's been reported on the ellipse. Like, this is something where, yes, the, the president or the vice president could certainly be targets of it. Were you worried about the president, the vice president, others potentially being attacked? I was worried that we probably didn't take a lot of sort of next-gen threats seriously enough. But when it happened at the White House was when it kind of is really occurred to me, this seems like more of a threat or an attack of some kind. I think about a, a building like the White House. What would prevent something like that from happening in, in the highest homes of power in this country? Well, I mean, the, the levels of protection at various government buildings here in the D.C. area is relatively high, as you know. You got snipers on the roof of the White House. You got those kinds of protections. But are there protections against a sort of directed energy attack? You know, I really don't know. It would surprise me if, in fact, someone physically in the White House had an attack of this nature. Could happen. Certainly could happen. If people have been following the story at all, Jim, it, they've heard from the FBI very early on that this is most, more likely to be a sociogenic sort of phenomenon. They heard from the CIA that there's no evidence of a foreign adversary or foreign government being involved with this. How do you square those headlines with what we're talking about here? Well, I think what's important to understand is even if you read the CIA interim report and final report, that language did not explicitly rule out the possibility that something happened. But they did make the statement, as I agree, that the majority of cases represent something else. I agree with that 100%. But there are also still about 100 cases in the verification validation pipeline. 
And then you have those two dozen individuals in Havana. Something happened to those individuals in Havana. I went to Cuba. I spent time talking to scientists and they, they wholeheartedly, uniformly believe that there were no attacks. And they say there is no evidence at all that these happened. I solidly disagree with that. Could they have done this in a country and the country not know about it? Yes, I have no doubt. No doubt at all. The equipment could be assembled on site. Uh, the components could be brought into the country piecemeal. How big would this, this weapon potentially be? The device itself would be about the size of this bench, or, or perhaps a little smaller. And, and how far away would it need to be, or could it be, to actually deliver this energy? Dozens of meters. The reality is that these devices exist, the science and technology is real, and they represent weaponizable entities. This many years later now, Bill, is there anything that gives you pause? Was this a successful attack then? Absolutely. Unequivocally in my space, if the ultimate um, intent by Putin or the Russian government or whoever it was, was to take our human beings out of our embassy, they succeeded. Will we ever be able to, to get the evidence that, that people are going to want here? I, I think we are. And I think um, three months ago, I would have said never. Uh, but I think the events in Ukraine are going to facilitate us getting the answers. I, I think Putin has created a lot of enemies in his own circles. You think somebody who has knowledge of this may come and, and, and blow the whistle on it? That would be my hope. As a former head of counterintelligence, that's your ultimate goal. You can't identify and spy without catching a spy, right? And eventually, the truth will, will come out. Where the U.S. diplomats live, there are cameras everywhere. And so anybody who's going to be in that neighborhood is, is going to be recorded, is going to be noticed. And so that is always one of the great contradictions about this, one of the great mysteries, is if the Cuban government knew about it, why let it go on? I'll never be able to really reconcile uh, those two things because this has hurt them. They realize this has hurt them. For the Cuban people, the aftermath has been disastrous. Over 100,000 people waiting on visas, families separated, uh, Small businesses here impacted in a really, really negative way. I think this will remain one of the great mysteries of, of the Cold War, that we'll really never know what happened here. When you're ready? I'm ready. I do think that science will fill in a lot of these gaps, absolutely. We have identified an area of science and medicine that I think is very important that we really don't know a whole lot about. How does the human body interact with electromagnetic energy. We really need to understand that better. But no matter what you think has happened to these individuals, I can guarantee you that we're gonna face problems like this going forward. And they're only going to increase. You think the brain is, is the battlefield of the future? I wholly believe that. Absolutely. And, and we're seeing that already. I mean, we've known the brain is a viable target, certainly throughout antiquity and human history. And now we're just getting far more sophisticated and capable in being able to target the brain in a variety of ways. Because like anything else, once the cat is out of the proverbial bag, it's just a question of who picks up the cat. 
A Kremlin spokesman did tell CNN that allegations of Russia's involvement in these incidents, quote, are purely unfounded accusations, unquote. Sources say the CIA has no definitive evidence to connect Russia or any nation state on these disturbing incidents. Thank you for listening. And our new season of Chasing Life begins February 7th. We're going to be diving into a topic that is deeply personal to me as a dad of teenage daughters. It's all about technology, our reliance on it, and how it impacts our brains. I do hope you'll join us. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.